What's going on, savages? Welcome to another episode of the Savage Snowflake Podcast with me, your boy, Jeff Leach. Let me take those headphones off. Don't need them on anymore. It's just hearing the intro song. Shout out to my boy, Onion Jones, for making that intro. By the way, we haven't shouted him out for a little while. I will get him on a third time to the podcast because we have so much fun. Uh, is it because we smoke a load of weed and then talk shit for an hour and a half? Maybe. Do we have fun? Definitely. Make sure you check out those episodes. Uh, make sure you check out all the exciting recent episodes we've had, actually. Um, we've got uh, Camilla Cleese has just been on. We've had Brian Callan on. We've had Neil Brennan and lots of other fantastic comedians, actors, and performers. Uh, Aaliyah Love came on and talked about, you know, taking fists to the the, the, the vajage. All the good stuff that you want to enjoy. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, make sure you head to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Savage Snowflake. Patreon.com slash Savage Snowflake. Slash Savage Snowflake. And you can donate as little as $1 a month. Maybe $5. That's what I would normally do. Five bucks. That's a beer, isn't it? There you go. Have a beer, Jeff. I won't spend it on beer. I'll spend it on this podcast and making it even better, probably in some advertising revenue so I can get Facebook views and stuff like that for the clips. Um, If you can't do that, that's all right. I appreciate you haven't got any money. That's fine. You're a student. You're a hardworking parent. You've got bills to make. You've got debt to clear. Whatever you need to do, that's okay with me. But do me a favor and tell some of your friends about the podcast. Get out there. Let's increase that thirty-five to 40,000 listenership. Let's turn it to something even bigger. And all you need to do is tell five of your friends, hey, man, I like this podcast. Here's an episode. Check it out. It's major lols. Thank you very much, of course, to our sponsors as well. Manscaped.com over here, Refining the Gentleman. If you, like me, are a pursuit gentleman, you've got some hair going on in your chesticles, maybe you've got some dreadlocks going on down by your ballsack. Get rid of that shit. Women are never going to fucking touch you, gentlemen. You need to go and get yourself a lawnmower 2.0 from manscaped.com. Maybe get their refining kit. I think it's about $79.99 it retails at. But if you use code SAVAGE, that's code SAVAGE, at manscaped.com upon checkout, you will get yourself 20% off all of their wonderful items. Everything. Anything you can buy on the website, 20% off. You'll also get a free leather travel bag worth $49.99 and... Free shipping on every order. And of course, thank you very much to Boundless Tech as well, the finest purveyors of vaping technology. I like a little smoke, you know that. I enjoy a little flower, a little weed, a little distillate, a little herb, a little resin, just to take the edge off the day. Sometimes in the evening when I'm relaxing with my friends. If you'd like to do that too, then go to uh, Boundless Tech. That's bndlstech.com. Check out all of their vapes. Uh, They've got the Terra, which is incredible for flower. You can heat up to any degree. You can get those different terpenes, those different flavors out of the weed. Uh, You can also use the CF-710. That's my favorite. Or the CF-720 there new piece if you want to smoke resin or distillate just use code savage you will get 25 percent off every order 25 percent quarter of the price off can't fucking beat it joining me today is comedian producer as well producer a hell of a lot of his of shows all over the country and i would like to call you an entrepreneur because i feel like you're probably the most business savvy comedian on the circuit i'd put that on there i'd check that mark off my cue Q U U. That's Mike right. Q, how are you, man? Q U U. I'm a three initial hack, not a one initial hack. It's good to have you here, dude. You're not a hack. <laughs> well, I added the two U's because of that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because when I, you know, when you first start doing comedy, Mike you know, Q. Just I was like, letter. I just, you know, I, I went by just like Mike Q, and I'm like, well, okay, that sounds too hacky. Let if me sound it out. Mike Q. Uh-huh. I'd be like, he's a black dude, right, from New York, uh-huh. and running predominantly. Urban shows. Urban shows. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Hosted by my, 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 my Q. Q, Q, Q in that building. Yeah. Stage See, then show. I should have went by my Q because that sounds a lot better because now it turns out that I'm Chinese because I sounded it out. <laughs> Q. <laughs> cool. But it ended up being the smartest marketing I ever did in my life because yeah. – 
They come to the shows. You every once in a while I look down and I go, they don't know. Bro, you'd be like Ken Jong of our generation. You'd be the token Asian guy on Def Jam. I would. I yeah. would. I could have got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I like it yeah. though. I think there's you know what? Here's the deal. There's there's obvious names for every type of comedian. Mm-hmm. So like I say, yeah, that kind of urban room host, MC, bro, yeah. you know, my Q uh-huh. with the big letter Q and the Q's bigger on the poster. You know, I think that's it's re- general. Thing. I think it's recognizable. So that's the most important yeah. things. You know, people see it and they go, okay, I, you know, I know that dude, you know, or they, you know, so works out. Isn't it a depressing situation that now as comedians, we don't have to just worry about our jokes and writing funny jokes and bits and performing well and having stage confidence and presence and eloquence. We now have to be brand managers, social media managers. Uh, we have to pick the right experts. handle. Marketing experts. <laughs> fucking, you know, producers of our own content, editors of our own content, directors. Like, everything. When once upon a time you were just fucking funny and then people went, hey kid, I'm gonna make you a star. I feel like this though, because you think back to those days, right? And how many comics were there that you know are hilarious because you hear of them from like the 80s and 90s but went completely nowhere so i think it was like it was always the same it's just it's better now where you can kind of make your own noise rather than having to rely on just the industry right absolutely it's almost like bands now i think it's the best time for like for for bands because you know there's no there's no like as many like u2s anymore right or superstar groups but there are plenty of like Small little. Which, by the way, indie. is a fucking blessing. The less U twos there are in the world, the better. This is this and I say that as a Commonwealth, right. you know, loving individual. Screw that guy. Screw fucking Bono. Bono. What oh, he's awful. so irritating. What like, a faker, right? I get the heat. Well, I don't know if he's fake. I mean, he's. I feel like everything he does is like uh-huh. you know, good for him. Like, yeah, save the planet and do some good things. Uh-huh. But he's just such a pretentious twat. It's so annoying. Plus, fuck their music for the most part. And thirdly, f- they will never be forgiven for forcing. They literally raped my iPod. Yeah, everybody's everybody's phone had it on there. Where was Remember my consent? Uh-huh. Where was my hashtag? Yeah, me no downloady. That's it. That's true. You know, I, we were we were violated. Violated you know? by the music of. He should have at least too. sent us one of his pairs of his glasses. You know. One With those, every order, those Bono, yeah, those Bono glasses. I mean, that'd uh-huh. be a lot of glasses. He's probably got them though. He's probably got enough. All of them, man. Of course he does. Bono, yeah. Bono must have a just a, a walking wardrobe full of sunglasses. You know, we're gonna have to email him and find out. I, yeah, it turns out it's just a, it's, it's just it's, it's been the same one for the let's last thirty into years. His house. <laughs> let's just break into his house and have a look, bro. Jeff, we go back, man. We do go back. How many? How many? How long ago you think it was when I when I first met you over here at the at the? I met you. Store? At, didn't I meet you at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival? First? Oh no, I met no. you because of Dave at right. the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah, that's you right. Were friends with. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Uh-huh. And you gave me hundred percent. I yeah. think you gave me my first ever live. Uh, actually, that's not true. I did live comedy in the city before, but uh-huh. for a corporate client. Right. For uh-huh. McCann Erickson. But you gave me my first ever club show. A packed out room at the yeah, comedy store, the, comedy the main store, room man. you were hosting. Yeah. Did Remember I host those? it Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, time? yeah. That was your thing back then. You only wanted to host shows. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. That uh-huh. was fun, though. I like hosting shows. Yeah, man. I'd definitely uh-huh. host still. I'd still host a, a regular show. Yeah. Because uh-huh. hosting, you get to do so much crowd work. And uh-huh. it's a whole different skill set uh-huh. that a lot of comics don't have. But do you feel this like, I feel like the evolution of your comedy, right? Back then comedy. was... Comedy! Your comedy back then was like more... It sounded so Bostonian. It was, it was just, it was just, it was just, it was just more like just fun. You know what I mean? My comedy. Your comedy was just more fun. And now you, you take a political twist. Uh, I, well, actually yeah. that's changed as well. I think, uh-huh. look, I think every great comedian should uh-huh. uh, develop and grow and change in yeah. terms of their material. My stuff used to be a lot more, it was... 
Like right now, I'd say if you if I do a general set, fifteen minute set in a club, yeah, uh-huh. there'll be like five minutes of some political stuff, right? You mm-hmm. know, which I still make accessible to both sides yeah. of the coin and all that. You know, yeah, both uh-huh. sides of the fence. Uh-huh. Then you got like at least five minutes of kind of very personal sexual stories right. and funny little quips about you know that that kind of personal life or intimacy, uh-huh. and then five minutes of very heartfelt. Um, human empathy yeah. comedy. See, the way I divvy it up now is I always like to give my kind of spin on, on like what I think my take on whatever is, is kind of going on, going on that's bothering me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of want to I want to kind of ease you into it so it comes at you from yeah. behind. You don't know what's coming, right? Oh, but then yeah. I also now I, f- I found that I got to always close my sets with stories, right? Because yeah. people want to hear some like kind of bring it all back together. Right? Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, and they yeah, and I, I mean, look, I come from we come from very different schools of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, because the British or let's say the the United Kingdom's mm-hmm. approach to comedy is very much a very storytelling. Yeah. Like, so it's a lot of, lot, if you ask me, maybe two long winded stories with too few tags. Yeah, and yeah, the punch might be great, but you're like, all right, well, that was I sat for three minutes to hear that whole story. Right, right, right. And I laughed twice. Once when there was a little tag in the middle, and once at the end. Yeah, yeah. American comedy seems to be a lot more like get those fucking laughs every fifteen seconds. You we got no attention span. We yeah. have no attention span here. Everyone Maybe, needs yeah. needs a pop, 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 pop. Maybe it is that. Maybe it's down to that. Um, although I think British people are just as susceptible to you know how social media has changed our lack of attention span and YouTube and clips and Vine and things like that. I think they all work, and it's just it's just a matter of preference because the perfect place for me, the perfect uh-huh. spot, is something in the middle. Yeah, uh-huh. I like being able to tell a story. I want a comedy audience to leave the show going. I know a lot about Jeff Leach. Yeah, like, I feel uh, connected to him now because I know that we've had similar experiences with heartbreak, or he's right. got he's got depression, and I happen to suffer from something else, and that feels good that he's talking uh, about mental health, or, or uh, like blah 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 blah. They can go. I feel like I know this guy, right? Uh, but then also, I was laughing throughout the show. Yeah, uh, there wasn't like dead air. There was right. no like, eh, when's the joke going to come? Right. But there are moments in my set as well that I fucking love doing, which is when I make the entire room completely fucking silent whilst right. they take them on a nice little story and a big moment for a big reveal big punchline do you know what I mean right like right right kicking right between theater. the balls yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. well that's the best into that. that's leading them that's leading them down that dark path uh, you know that's that's. I mean that's the best release and you're, you are, you're a master everything you said so far has been incredibly sexual if it was just spun in a different way yeah you were like yeah you want to just come up behind them that's right. just give it to them from behind I'm so sexy you know? yeah I mean I'm a lead them down that Leach. dark path you know and huh? just like yeah you really want to like keep them there keep them waiting for more you're a you don't think so. Person. I mean, you, I mean, you look at the, you look at these soft features. You wouldn't you wouldn't think <laughs> I'm a sex fucking tiger. Baby. We wouldn't think that yeah. you are I'm a sex tiger. Feel, I mean, yeah, because I got a little boyish face, but these hands, man. Is these hands, like, these hands were made for choking. Pa- wow, that's right. That's yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, well, they look very you know strong. Yeah, well, strong grip. I got this. I Rock got this. Climbing. Huh? Rock climbing. Actually, I can't climb stuff, dude. Believe um, it or not, I cannot climb anything because my hands choking. are too big. Because just I can't choking get, stuff. That's it, man. It's just made for. It's just made for aggressive sex. Well, dude, I mean, you got to be careful of that now. See, you know what? I feel like this. I'm, I'm, I'm walking on the edge. Okay, I'll walk on the edge. I feel like we now that now we need it more than ever because I know, I know, guys are backing off. They're scared, right? Well, it's not about backing off. It's more about just double checking every single thing now before I'm, you ever do. And, and I'm just doubling down on who down. I was before. <laughs> You're using both hands for the choke now. Exactly. Previously, it was just a soft like. Is that okay, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then, and then you yeah. know, too, and then like, and then you know, like a knee on the back. Yeah. You know. 
And you're not even choking women. You're just choking your own dick. Exactly. Just, that's, that's what I had. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's <the only> way. <laughs> Holding it until it goes like blue and then... <laughs> I feel like any more of this, I'm going to have police come visit my house. <laughs> yeah, you will. 100%. I'll fucking send them your address. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got to be... I think I think sexuality, uh, se- sexual intimacy is, uh, is, is a changing landscape. I think this though. I think it's just now. So it's it's we're in a woman's world now, right? And nah, I I, you, I you still you still don't, don't think so? No, I don't think we're in a woman's world. I think what we're in is we were in a patriarchy uh-huh. for the majority of you know human existence. Mm-hmm. We now have oscillated so far the other way that we're in a place where to be a man, especially to be a a white man or uh-huh. a straight white man, you know, right. these are all added layers of, ugh. Yeah. but to be a right. man. It, it immediately puts you in a camp of, you know, rather than being like a strong, powerful leadership yeah. kind of character. Now people think of men as like, oh, they're probably a scumbag, probably a shit bag. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, I think it's the alpha thing. Okay. But it will come back to the middle. It's going to yeah. come back to the middle. It's not a woman's world. It should be a human world. Well, I think it Well, you know? I think just in terms of now the way we have to... We have to approach it from the woman's point of view now. You know, it's very important because of all everything that's happening. So you have to well, think from in their, an empathetic in their terms. point of exactly. view, man. Yeah, just, you got to be. You have yeah. to be. You have to empathize. But I've always right. been doing that. I'm not. Okay. I never like fucking people and just going. This is what I'm gonna do to you. And la, 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 la. Like I'll be a bit like, baby, I'm feeling freaky. You want me to like? Yeah, you want to do a little thing, thing, thing? Because if yeah. she's not into it, right? Uh-huh. I can't keep it an erection if right. a woman's. Like upset by well, what's happening. Well, sexually. Can I. That yeah, wouldn't I mean, arouse me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, second tears come out. It's like you know, normally I get really excited, but these days I have to, you know, tone well, that you're down. You're making all these jokes, Mike Q, <laughs> and I will hazard a guess they are 100 percent jokes. But you got to be careful because there's someone out there right now who's been had it in for you for years. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Always is on the internet. There's always one fucking troll or one ex girlfriend who hated you or you didn't. Fucking, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Or, <laughs> honestly, man. But that's what it takes is one person from right. your past who hates you enough, right? Right. Uh-huh. Because of their own insecurities, their own mental illness, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. to go. I'm going to cut this up. I'm going to take these clips. I'm going to showcase Mike Q as a fucking... Well, now that you've given the instruction manual, that's what they're going to do. They didn't need it. They already got it. They already got it. They downloaded it. It's fucking... There's forums, I'm sure, for how to ruin someone's life. I'm sure that's a Reddit thread. Yeah. No, but what I I meant, though, by... by, I think it's a a woman's world now is where we have to 100%, like you said, be empathetic of of them. So we both cry after sex. You have to... Yes, yes. You both have to cry after sex. And you need that consensual it's a woman's as well. world we should we're going to see her parents before we fuck i like to meet their parents it's the first chance i get that that's how i meet them yeah. usually it's through their parents during yeah it's during during text message mom and dad text message, like, text what are you doing sarah like oh no who's this brown boy actually brown i'm boy. asian i'm asian but i'm half and half man i got it all are you wait? You Latin as well? I'm half. Hispanic. I'm half Puerto Rican and half Filipino. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought yeah, you were just Filipino. No, 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 half and half. Oh, dope. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. My lady's Puerto Rican and Jamaican. Uh, she does look very Latina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, well, yeah. good for you, dude. She, you did you know it. What the most Latina yeah. thing she does? What's that? When she says the words literally. So I'd say literally or uh-huh. literally. How would you say it? Literally. 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 Yeah. Uh-huh. She says literally. <laughs> oh, that's kind of like the literally. That's the that's the Latina thing. Coming it's the out? only word she says. Literally, like for real. For literally. It. Well, like literally. No, it's more like it's more like a, it's like a song. It's like a it's like droplets, like little Latin droplets falling down on the on the skin of a snare drum. That's the most like Latin thing I could describe. You know, it's kind of it's like comes down. It's like literally. 
ding 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 Literally, she might listen to this. Literally, might listen to it, and I'm literally might get my fucking face slapped later on. That's so funny. But I mean, Uh that's 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 the only time, apart from aesthetically. I mean, she's you know Uh a beautiful girl, like a lot of Latin women are. But she's, yeah, that's one word that every time I hear it, it makes me smile. And then she gets annoyed because she knows she's doing it. I want to know what happened to you that you think that this word reminds you of like hispanic like it's the it's, it's the from phrasing the, it's the musical phrasing of uh, how she says that word okay is more in keeping with a latin accent uh-huh. than it is with uh, a white american accent uh-huh. so you know a white americans be like literally or literally you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. where she goes just like that literally it's like you're gonna do that at your wedding. <laughs> That's a guero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you uh, when you were <laughs> when you were living in New York, right? Yeah. Is that where you kind of like got this, the, the the taste for Latin women out there? No. So I know that hundred percent. Maybe you're the same, right? What's your What's your mom look like? My mom, she, she's Asian. She's so Asian. She's Filipino. Yeah. yeah so you have, she you have been attracted to like Asian girls? Never. Or? Really? Yeah, never. See, so uh-huh. my mom's Romanian Macedonian. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want to bang my mom. Uh huh. Not anymore. You know, right. she's too old. Uh-huh. Uh, no. <laughs> but she, she, she was dark. Once. She was uh-huh. dark, mm-hmm. dark hair, you know, and Romanian women. I was around, surrounded by Romanian women. And Romanian women are uh, quite Slavic, quite dark. They can actually be very bronze, you know. Uh-huh. But So whenever I go to Romania, as a kid, my first loves, all these first girls that I was falling in love with were yeah. these like... I'm an 11 year old boy and there's these 11 year old girls in Romania running around with dark tans and dark long hair and dark eyes and I'm in love. So, so this really is like a Freudian thing. You really are in love with your mom here. You, well, I mean, and you're no, aware of this. It's Freudian rather than Oedipal in the sense I don't want to fucking my mom. But, but you, but you but like yes, the quality, some motherly I do qualities. Think there's an element that the if whatever you're influenced by, whatever you see as beauty when you're uh, a youngster, yeah, yeah, often that will trans transcend into your adult life. So for me, beautiful girls were like um, dark, mysterious foreign women, you know, from my home in England. Yeah, uh-huh. and they were they were all like bronzed and dark hair. So yeah, so I from that point on, I was always into that. But I'm very attracted to like the mystery and the the cultural differences of like Asian girls. I really love Latin yeah. girls, Asian girls, black girls. Uh huh. And I've but I've actually dated majority white women. So so for me, it's like but the- they were mistakes. <laughs> white, that's it you learned your, you learned your lesson just lost one of my biggest fan bases right there <laughs> load of white it's a good idea alienate uh, the most the, the biggest uh, population that's of people right. I'd ra- I, I predominantly I'm just going after see white people are good like that gay men and black dudes that's all I want you gotta, you gotta, gay men and black chicks sorry pretty, pretty, pretty specific pretty uh-huh. specific yeah and some uh-huh. latin women that's all I want the, the one that they as long as they look dark enough then you got him. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that's the American way of judging, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how dark are you? Yeah, right, exactly. right. Now we can be friends. Now I can call you brown. Now I can... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm... Uh... Do you ever have a uh, uh, a friend that was uh, half black, right? 
or fully black. You thought he was fully black, and then you found out he was half white. And then you, some, some, oh. some, something you kind of make you feel bad. You're like, wait a second. Actually, not. No, I've, Get I've, out I've here. definitely had. I mean, you are, we, are we still legally anymore. allowed to say mixed race? Is that still a term that's okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it still politically correct? I don't fucking know. Mixed but, race is fine. All right. Because yeah, you're yeah. a mixture of two races. Yeah, I'm, a mix, I'm mixed race. I'm mixed race. Yeah. I'm mixed race. There no, you're not. How are you mixed race? Macedonian and English. Yeah. Bro, you're white and white, dude. You wish I were. Bro, I'm not. I'm not that tan at the moment, but I actually. No, you t- you nicer. tan up, but I mean, you're both from. These are both. Uh, what would it be called? The Ar- Aryan backgrounds, right? Slavic, you know, be uh-huh. Slavic. It's Eastern European. It's more Slavic. I'm Illyrian okay. by blood. All right, we'll give him that. He wants to be a minority. We'll let him have it today. <laughs> I'm not a minority, but I'm 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 not I'm not straight white European. You wouldn't not, consider not yourself a straight white. Uh-huh. No, not really. I think like the Macedonians, we came from so far east. Uh huh. And yeah, don't get me wrong, it took us hundreds of years to blah, 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 and then uh-huh. thousands of years and to m- migrate to Eastern Europe. Yeah, yeah. But the way that we look, and like, like look, white people, R- Russians are white people, right? Uh huh. But they ain't. But some of them they are. They ain't. They're fucking Asian, some of them. Yeah, so because of. Do you know this is because it's because of. Uh, you know what I mean? Genghis Khan. When he ruled, right, he had tiny six, little guy, you know, really small, and he had sex with so many women, he impregnated so many that there's like a certain percentage of all Russians have his DNA in them. That's a real man right there. A real man right there putting his DNA inside of loads Thousands of Russian that, men. I mean, I mean, think about it. I mean, how many could you really pop off if you had to? Right? If I if I'd had a baby with every woman, yeah, yeah. I never slept with. Uh-huh. I'd have a lot of babies right Yeah, you now. can't. You're not going to impregnate them. Seven, eight hundred? It wouldn't impregnate them all. <laughs> if I was going for the gold. If you were going for the gold, you're like, I would, yeah. you, would turn it on, you would turn it on and be like, I'm going to do this. There's got to be a guy somewhere in the world right now who has in excess of like 50 or 100 babies. There must be one man who has that. I tie it to, because you can like look at, at, at people's intelligence. Like, like you're an intelligent guy. You don't have any kids. Do you have any kids, right? Not yet. And generally, intelligence correlates to not having children right no right. that's not true in the it is true it is true not it is true You're, what i do think correlates is that people who maybe have less drive and ambition for their careers or their personal yeah. or they have lower edu- lower iq and less education uh, might be more susceptible to having larger families exactly absolutely yes but then also so, so the working class people who could be equally as intelligent but they got a harder job where really the only enjoyment you can have because you don't have a lot of money is fucking in the right. evening and you know maybe you don't spend money on condoms and you know blah 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 and you just go alright and also religious people a lot of intelligent religious people have lots of babies because they don't believe intelligent in religious people did you really right, just yeah. say that did you really just say that it was an oxymoron yeah you're right you're correct but the thing is no 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 check it out it's only I'll, I'll, I'll show you right I'll prove it to you right now show right right now because all of the uh, the higher educated you are right the less likely you are to have kids or, or you'll have a smaller family it's just true right it's just statistics okay and the lower your education level the I more you, your statistics that is, a, that is actual statistics we can, we, can, we can Google it right now. That is actual statistics, right? Why? So this is true, right? And you can look at it. According in the, to theonion.com. <laughs> you can yeah. look at it in the surnames. It's true though, right? All right. Because how many Einsteins have you met in your life? Oh, God, so few. Right? How many Smiths have you met? Millions. How many Ramirez have you met? I don't know. Are you, you hear? You see is what I'm lot? going? Ramirez is a lot. Oh, you mean it's a popular name, right? So it's, it, okay, it's, it's popular name, right? Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm talking? There's tons of Johnsons out there. Literally millions. Right. Yeah, there's very, very, very few um, Musks. You know, the name just doesn't go on and on. Yeah. It's just because they have a but very about, small. So, right, what about like, what about James Brown? He was a musical genius, right? Uh huh. 
pumped out a huge amount of kids. That motherfucker uh-huh. spunked in every vagina receptacle he ever came across. That was your. This is your, this is the one you're picking. You're picking James Brown. I'm just I'm just drawing uh-huh. in some some you know an uh-huh. anomaly into your into your carefully. Prepared I think it could statistics. be debatable how smart James Brown was. Wasn't he like a woman a beater? Genius. Wasn't he like a woman beater and all you this? You can be intelligent and be a piece of shit. I'm talking about. Uh, I'm talking about Michael Jackson yeah. was a musical genius. Right, right, right. Fuck I think when kids. it goes when it, when it goes to artists, that's a different world, right? Because you throw the word genius around someone that's an artist, now it becomes loose, right? Right? Because if somebody's a talented artist, you automatically put genius up there. No, but if Mozart we really had if we really had to boil it down, I think Michael Jackson was a musical genius. I think, I think, I think Prince was a musical genius. Yes, yes, I think yes, David yes. Bowie was a musical genius. Yes, yes, genius, genius. I genius. think like Kanye um, West is a prolific auteur of, of provocative art uh, yeah, yeah. and a good uh, producer. I don't think he's a genius. You don't think Kanye was a genius? Not necessarily. I think that... I mean, what, Maybe he is. I, 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 Musically. I, but I, he's definitely not a genius in other aspects of his life. No. So we can't... I mean, when it comes to artists, this is stretching. Because everyone so likes to throw music, the Creative genius doesn't equate to intelligence. I don't think creative... Yeah, creative genius is the loophole behind genius, right? Where you go, oh, well, he's a genius, you know? But let's talk about real geniuses, all right? Elon Musk. You can't pay his fucking taxes, though. Exactly. If you can't pay your okay. taxes, how clever yeah, How really smart are you? can you really be? Right? If you've just gone to jail for, you know, yeah, for not paying your fucking taxes. Yeah, that's it. Which is most of them. Uh-huh. Most of the rappers. No, 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 no. Like a lot of people, a lot of, uh, you know, artists get in that kind of, kind of trouble, right? I wonder if that's their fault because they're so wrapped up in just making more money and performing and stuff like that. An accountant along the way or a lawyer along Dude. the way just fucks something up. But think about it. Like, so, okay, let's say Kanye, for example, right? 21 years old when he really started to pop off, right? Like, did you know about having an accountant back then? Like, I, I, I just don't got even ca- know about my accounts now. Exactly. I'm five years old, bro. I'm setting up a business right now. Like, yeah. My, uh-huh. my friend and partner and I from Oregon, and we're setting up a CBD business. Uh-huh. And the, the amount of fucking paperwork that I've been doing uh-huh. every day is depressing. And I'm really scared because it's kind of industry where if I get like one number wrong, right? you know, maybe my NAICS number mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. If I get that wrong on one piece of paperwork, yeah. I could go to jail. You could. <laughs> I'm still scared of that. Yeah. Aren't you still kind of a little bit scared or are you like risk versus reward? Because if you get into the the weed biz, right? Really, it's still well, it's weed. I'm CBD, baby. CBD. So, oh, CBD, only, only CBD, C- CBD. No, 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 but it's true. Uh-huh. CBD products only. So it's all uh-huh. 0.3% THC or less. Uh-huh. And as long as you know the legality of what you're doing and you have a good lawyer and you have a good counsel, which I now do. But I want to know how do you get down to the to that 0.3? You have to have the full potency first nah, available. No, no, no. They're different plants. Like, I mean... It's from the same family, uh-huh. hemp or marijuana plants. But if you grow a hemp plant and you get COA checks, like Certificate of um, Authenticities, and uh-huh. they, te- they test the THC levels and they test it over time to make sure it doesn't increase in THC levels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can, you can check that you are legally, federally, legally covered. Yeah, and yeah. we have to. We, we pay for extra checks. Yeah, uh-huh. So if a company goes, here's our COA, uh-huh. we go, cool, we're going to get another one done. They go, if you want to pay for it, go ahead. So we pay 150 bucks and get a new COA done. I feel like I missed out by not smoking weed. You know that? Yeah. Like, it's never done anything for me. It's so, you know, like, I well, don't... because you never smoked it. Well, no, I've, I've tried so many times. You do know? you have anxiety? I don't have... When, when I, no, when I smoke weed, I do, do you get anxiety. major depression? No. But when I, when I do smoke it, I get I all those things. I don't think you need to smoke weed, then. Just the amount of fun you guys are having. Well, then right? you do it every now and then, and sometimes in the evenings when you don't have anything else to get on with. I've and then you can be a very casual weed smoker. I've, I, I, I have it in my place right now, right? I got some Gorilla Glue there, you know? I tried. Well, I was Isn't with that my, tape? 
Huh? Isn't that duct tape? Glue? Gorilla glue. Gorilla isn't glue? that? Oh, gorilla tape. I, think, I was no. like, isn't that a duct tape? It is actually. Actual, Are we back to the choking again now? What's happening? <laughs> I got some weed in my house. I got some duct some tape. gorilla glue. I got a 22-year-old <laughs> new bow young thing running around my apartment right now. She doesn't even know how to get out. My cue. Come to the show. <laughs> we don't want that image the of me out there, freak please. Unleashed that is crazy. <laughs> Bro, you are dating a 22-year-old, though. I am, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. It's, That's it's, powerful. It's, yeah, well, I mean, you know what? You don't know where you, you're going to you, find love. You'd be surprised about how much you have in common with people. I don't know if that just means like... How uh, out of touch do you feel, though? What are the things that you, as a 32-year-old man, what do you feel that you would love... Like, what, what are experiences that a 22-year-old just can't relate to? You know what? I think that it's just, uh, it's just a matter of, are you done, you know? Are you done with, like, your partying face, right? Because that is kind of the reason why you want to be with someone younger, too, because I feel like that's the only true time machine that exists, dude. To party. It's a, it's a time Through machine. Through their eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then the only fear is, I went to a, a party on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a birthday party. Where, where everyone was in their 30s, yeah, some yeah. people in their 40s. Right, and right. that was lovely. It was really nice. I brought a tri-tip. I cooked it on the fucking... 10 p.m. Thing. Everyone goes home. Bro, literally. Uh-huh. We started uh-huh. at like 2. Literally. They, they, literally. <laughs> literally. The party started at 2. We arrived at 4. We fired up the barbecue a second time. I made tri-tip. Everyone loved it. Literally perfect. <laughs> but literally, we... Um, 8 o'clock. It was like, all right, cool. We're rolling. Thank you very much. And everyone yeah. was going home to uh-huh. chill. Then we went to another party with our friend she's a casting director and she's like i think she's 27 years old yeah uh-huh. she was like at this party it's a bit of a crazy type frat deal blah 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 that is this is how they do these parties blah, and we're like, okay and on the way i was looking at my girl and i was like if we if i hate this within like 20 minutes are you are you cool with us leaving because if it's like loads of young douchebags right. called chad uh-huh. fucking playing beer pong and, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. and like girls who are really messy go I, I, I love your hair like yeah. I don't want to be there yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was uh-huh. like we're on the same page no worries right. and we got there and it was actually an awful lot of fun and there were a few people you know 30 or around that age right. but the majority of people were young and I'm not going to lie I felt a little bit I felt a little old you felt a little old there a little bit just a little uh-huh. like I, I wanted to sit down. Right, right, right. There were there no a, chairs around? There was a point where I wanted to sit down. And uh-huh. I was like, this party hasn't catered for people who really want to have a sit down. Right. You're like, you, 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 you were over the red cups. You're like... So many red cups. There was beer pong. Uh-huh. But they seemed to be very into the actual methodical playing of the game rather yeah. than pounding beers. Right. There was no beer in the cups. It was water. Which is why I've never been down with that, that game. Just give me the drink, you know? Just drink it. Let's, let's, let's soften this life Here's up a bit. Here's beer pong. Right? Stick this... Up your arsehole right. and let's drink beer. Exactly. And when you're drunk enough, that will pong out. Uh-huh. That's the, we're done. Whoever, who, might ping out. Whoever's, who knows? Whoever's pops out last wins. That's a great take on beer pong. Yeah. Uh-huh. You it's probably clean it. You drink beer until you prolapse. And the last person to retain their ping pong ball is the winner. Right. And right, what do right, they win? Right. Uh-huh. Surgery. <laughs> Hemorrhoid surgery. <laughs> You ever had a hemorrhoid? No, I've never had a hemorrhoid, man. Dude, I got one right now. I think that's, I think, dude, you're, you're, right you're, you're, you're showing your age again, dude. I had, well, I had, no, no, because you get them when you're young. I got one in my early 20s. How the hell does it come about? Well, in my early 20s, it came about because of huge amounts of cocaine. Uh-huh. Huge. Oh, 
mountains of cocaine. So wait a Literally, second. an entire mountain of cocaine. So you're Cocaina. doing. So you're doing cocaine, and this make it. How, explain, no, no. When I was twenty, how, that's okay. what gave me a hemorrhoid. Uh, a hemorrhoid, and it's, I had one, and it was like a little grape. And the reason you get it is because when you're so fucking coked up, uh-huh. you don't feel your body as well as you should. You're yeah. also, you know, worked up. Blah blah. blah you're in a rush. And you go for a shit because mm-hmm. Coke makes you want to shit most of the time because it's full of laxatives and right, right, Novocaine right. and all sorts of shit is carbon right. that makes you want to poop. Right. And when you poop, rather than just breathing normally through a poop and, you know, relaxing and letting your ass do the work go uh, for a little bit of time, uh-huh. you're just, you're like, I need to get back into the club and blah, 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 let me just shit this out. And you fucking shit too hard and you cause your blood vessel to pop up. And then you got a little grape on your bum hole. And you got to put some cream on. You got to take some medication. It sucks. And that's how you know you don't need to be messing around with drugs when you're getting a fucking blister on your ass from taking drugs. Ah, they no, are not no. for you. That's, this is just going through the wars. If you've done drugs, that's just you going through the wars. You're like, all right. It's today never I've happened. Got a grape on my ass. Anybody I've spoken to before, this has never been one of the side effects. How many cokeheads do you know? Okay, see none because that would be abusing it. You sure. don't want to do that. Well, okay. everyone I know who's ever been into coke for a period of time right, in their uh, life every single person 100% has had hemorrhoids every male female doesn't matter you've shit too hard once so, and I got one in Vegas because I was drinking I haven't done class A's for years yeah, but uh, I was drinking for yeah. the first time in months yeah 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 and yeah. I had a few drinks over the course of the week and I had to rush to get on stage I was taking I was like have I got time for a shit and the MC was like yeah yeah, yeah you're good you got like a, you got like th- three minutes you got and I was like Three minutes. I was like, "We'll do a bit of material. I'll come out when I." But I was in, rushed into the toilet to poop before I went on because I'm a, I'm a stomach comic, not a head comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm uh-huh. never nervous about my material. Never nervous about the people. Never worried that I'm not going to be able to make them laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my body is clearly feeling that fear, but doesn't translate it to my mind. So yeah, it yeah. just sits in my stomach, and I go, "I need to poop. I need to poop. I need right. to poop. I need to poop." Right before you get on stage. Right. Sometimes, uh-huh. if I'm rushed or if I'm feeling a bit, and I clearly just strain too hard. Next day I woke up, I was like, oh, my ass is a bit sore. That's part like, of your wow, set. I didn't even party to get this. No. Nope. Just was old. Look how, look how life works out, right? Sucks. Now it? before you're going on stage to do your job, it's a ritual. And I bet you had the best set of your life. And now it's going to be a thing where, you know, before you go on stage, you're like, I'm going to have to. an ass nugget every time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have a whole bunch of grapes down there. Isn't it crazy how anything could be going on, right? You could be you could be sick, right? Right before you step on stage, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna walk on stage like this, right? And I'm it goes puke, away. I'm puke. As soon as you get on stage, it's gone. Yeah. It pauses. Adrenaline. And then the second you get off, it's back. Oh no, as soon as I get off, it's gone. It still it stays permanent? I, if I if I feel sick or like if I'm tired, migraine, or not migraine, but if I got a headache or I'm a bit tired or my tummy's a bit unsure or I was feeling ill beforehand or whatever, yeah, uh-huh. and I go on stage yeah. and perform, as soon as I get on stage, it's gone. And when I get off, I'm like, oh, I think I was, wasn't I ill beforehand? You see me? It's like hitting a pause button. I step on stage, pause, second I unpause, dude. Shit, you got something. I got to go. Yeah, yeah. Point me to the bathroom. That's yeah. Uh-huh. It's hard when you're MCing because you've got to keep going up there. Oh, that's terrible. Uh-huh. Have you ever been caught out? You ever had a really bad one where you genuinely like, oh, I'm going to, I could have a mess on stage. Do you remember that gig that we did in New York at Gotham? Yeah. Where I had to keep, like, I think maybe you had to show up late and a couple of the other comics had to show up late too. But every time I had to go on stage, I had to walk on and do like another 10 to 15. I do remember. I didn't show up late for you for the set, did I? I, uh, I think, yeah, you were a little bit, every, everybody for somehow was just running a little bit late. Oh. And I had to just keep on stepping back and, and, and doing another 10 to 12. And it's like, 
that people are like, what is this guy doing? He's doing a lot of material. Uh-huh. They saw your entire special. They saw the whole thing. Whole thing. Uh-huh. You did it in reverse. You got all the way through it, and then you had to do an extra bit, so you just did it backwards. Have you have you, have you ever had that happen where, where you, you're doing it in like the time that you didn't weren't, weren't expecting to, and now you don't remember if you did these jokes or not? Oh, fuck. Um, no, but I have been on stage and been high, uh-huh. like really stoned, and had to ask the audience, wait, hang on a sec. Did I do the bit about... <laughs> did I do the bit? But knew that within the case within the the context of the show yeah and how i'd been in the set up until now like i'd already done well i was killing yeah and i had already highlighted the fact that i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty fucking high right now right, and right the right. audience loved that and they were on board with it and they could tell but they were also having fun right uh-huh. that i knew they weren't gonna be angry it wasn't gonna come off like um a lack of professionalism right, right it right. was gonna come off as a is this a character is he just being funny like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and they, yeah they laughed a lot yeah yeah and i was like no but seriously dude i need you to and he was like no no and I'm like, okay cool so anyway um but that's the only time I've ever gone, fuck, have I done this before? It just happened to me. It was in San Francisco. And uh, San Francisco, have you ever done comedy up there? Yeah. Well, one club. I've done uh, Cobbs. Yeah, yeah, Cobbs, a big one. I uh-huh. did, yeah, it's a big room. Yeah, yeah. And I did um, I did a spot there for some, I don't know, my manager got me booked on a show and I fucking had a stormer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I was like, who's the booker? I'd love to like say hi and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, yeah, not here. Right. It's the producer. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I've done so many of those. Laugh Factory, same thing. Killed it. Yeah. Booker wasn't even oh, there. The person that's important is no never around. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the worst when it happens in the middle of the country. You know, you just had this, this, the greatest set of your entire life. And it's like, did it even happen? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You know what's more upsetting is when you have a great set, like mm-hmm. I did when we performed in uh, uh, Levity Live in Oxnard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Had a wonderful 40-minute set. Yeah. Sent the video to the booker like, hey, look, here's me crushing. At your club. At your club. You're to welcome. a packed audience. Uh-huh. Could I get booked at some of your clubs or at least come and do a tryout for you? Right. And they don't even respond to the email. That's more frustrating. <laughs> That's like literally going into someone's restaurant. Working for them. Cooking the most beautiful three-course meal. Right, all right. the All the customers. Are, Clapping. Oh, applause. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring out the chef. He's amazing. Right. And then the restaurant manager, you, you send a sample. Look what I did. With all the reviews of the audience. Look what I've done. And then the restaurateur just goes... No, I'm all right. I got some other chefs. Right, he doesn't even doesn't respond. even look at doesn't you. even respond. I'm like, you could have Michelin star in your fucking comedy club. I want to be the first Michelin star comedian. Comic. <gasps> I would hate that they would ever even have to do that because I would be so stressed about it. Because then the whole thing would be you'd be you'd be talking about those stars, man. It would just be a whole list of yeah, everyone who's also, got the stars. Comedy's the top would be Kevin Hart, isn't right? It? Just like just like every art form. Kevin Hart would be up there. We'd all want to murder ourselves. He'd be number one on the list. Would he right? have three stars. Michelin he'd be, he stars. would be the Michelin star. I mean, you'd have to think that it works as what, just like as anything a successful else. actor or as a stand-up. He's rated right now. I think on the Hollywood Reporter. I think I saw I saw Michael, I, Michael Blackson puts a list out every week, and uh, it's up there. He's number one every single. Well, week. let me say first of all. I think Kevin um, is incredibly talented. Right. Uh-huh. He might not be, his stand-up might not be my taste. Yeah. But it's a lot of people's taste. Otherwise, they wouldn't fucking watch it and they wouldn't buy the tickets. I think it's because he's, he's a movie also, star. He's a star as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a star. That's all him. He created, yeah. he created his career. Yeah. He put in the effort. I think he's funny. 
I've seen him in like, I like him in interviews. Yeah. When him and The Rock, when Dwayne Johnson and him are doing stuff together, they're hilarious that's together. That's the best buddy cop. Wonderful. Yeah. They should have a podcast together. They right. should have a touring show where it's just them ripping each other. And maybe they bring people out of the audience and do some you should, little things. You should tell them, hey, why don't you guys st- take a step down from your $100 million acting career? Exactly. And then go on tour together. Yeah. Tour the improvs. But actually, <laughs> irony being, in this day and age, even if you're getting paid whatever, I don't think he's getting paid $100 million in uh, a film. Oh, wait, they're, they're annual salaries. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're certainly, he's probably certainly earning like, what, $10 million a movie, maybe something like that. Is yeah, that yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe even if it's like five, that's still not bad a movie. Right, right, right. So that motherfucker... The money he makes there, if they actually did a tour, and because they would sell out oh. two thousand seat theaters in every city in this in, in oh, the US, oh they could they could they could do stadiums together. They could, yeah. but I think for a show like that, you want to make it exciting and like personal, and you want to go look. There's two thousand seats. It's in going to be in all these gorgeous theaters. We're going to sit down. If they're selling two thousand seats at like let's say like fifty to hundred bucks a ticket, right, hundred right, bucks right, a ticket, right, right, right. Yeah, that, they'd kill it. They, 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 they would, would make it. more money than doing the movies. They would kill it. Yeah, yeah. There's more money in... Look, Brian Callen. You were talking about Brian Callen before yeah, the podcast uh-huh. and how much you enjoy his work. And um, we had a conversation on the previous podcast and, and, and he said, like, he loves doing the TV show, Schooled. He loves it. And he yeah. loves doing movies and things. He loves being an actor. Right. But he just goes, there's just more money in performing live. Right. And doing podcasts. Right. Infinitely more money in it. Yeah. I guess, Why do you want to wake up at six in the morning? I guess the closer you can get to the audience, that's all it's about. The more middlemen you put in between, right? It's going to be there's just, just other checks that have to be written. Just, just. So what you're saying is we should do the first ever um, living room tour, where people just pay us huge amounts of money and they come to the living and we room and we go to their house and we perform for them just in their front room, house to house. They sit on the couch like they're watching an episode of Game of Thrones. Right. Uh-huh. Me and you jump out. Right. Hey, what's Bill, going on, act guys? Act it out. Act it out. Act out the whole entire series for them. The entire series of Game of Thrones. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready. Oh, we do. You can do all the characters in Westeros. In, uh, in, uh, in um, Marine, right? Right, right. See? We do that a couple thousand times a week. We're looking for a diverse actor. <laughs> not a white guy. We're looking for not a white guy for this role. Diverse. To play every character from Marine. Male and female. Male and female. Dude, uh-huh. I can't wait for you to be Miss Sande. I would do it. I would crush it. But then it. I'm going to have to kind of blackface up to play um you know the uh never a good the, idea no never a good idea to, to blackface play gray up. worm but a gray worm you don't ever want a blackface up dude you're right you know what i'll do I'll just get super tan because he's right, quite right. fair-skinned anyway right 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 and right. i'll just put my hair into a bald cap and you play miss sunday you're gonna put on a big wig fry wig. i'm miss sunday don't turn my yeah. head off exactly there you go yeah like, miss sunday, no! <laughs> but then we, we get sexing yeah but you can't do anything because i haven't got any testicles no like the jizz is never going to come. Is that what it is with those guys? Well, a eunuch is where they remove the testicles to keep the voices high. They often did it with uh, singers and performers, you know, to to stop them going through. See, I wasn't puberty. sure if they were missing the whole set. But I think the suggestion is that they cut off the penis and the balls. Like they're just clean down there. They're, they're just, just they're smooth. all Ken, they're like Ken dolls. Like you think I'm smooth using the Manscape Lawmo 2.0? Right. These uh-huh. motherfuckers are smooth. Mm-hmm. They gone. They went the whole hog. Just took the. Everything off, but then they would just have like a concave, like a like a hole. I I don't know. I don't even want to imagine it, but that's what I was thinking the whole entire time. I mean, uh-huh. if Dan and Dave, you know Weisman, and, and had, had like spent a little more, Dave Benioff and uh, Benioff and Dave yeah. we- Dan Weisman or whatever, had uh-huh. spent a bit more time focusing on those elements. Yeah, maybe we would have got the season we deserve. So now, are you one of the people that is hating on the season? Um, how do I feel about Game of Thrones? I feel like. The shitty last season was uh, irritating, and I think that it came out of 
uh, the greed of the producers yeah. deciding to direct and write right. when they're not naturally right. incredibly talented at mm-hmm. directing or writing, script writing. Yeah. And that showed. I think it was a bit of kick in the face to the actors. I like the ending. I like all the endings. Like all, all, the, all the, the outcomes. Right. I, I didn't have any issue with that because they were heavily influenced by what George R. R. Martin said is going to happen in his books. Yeah. I didn't like how they got to them. I think they were incredibly poor decisions. Right. So yeah, I found it like the last half of the last season was dog shit. However... Does that ruin my enjoyment of the entire program as a whole? No, I had some really good fun watching that program. I feel like it comes down to last season in the series. And I think if you had to rank best series ever, right? I was really hoping for this one to just just take the cake, right? It should have done. It should have done. And it I could have done. I feel like as Game of Thrones watchers, we were in competition with the non-Game of Thrones watchers. Because, you know, we were trying to push them to watch it. You got to watch. You got to watch. You got to catch up. This last season. And they were so... What? It's going to be huge. Yeah. It's going to be the big battle. And, and they blah, were blah, all blah. like, I'm not investing my time. It's a dumb magic show. And whatever. now they get to say... They get the last laugh. Told you so. They get I've the last never, laugh. I proudly never watched an episode of Game... Congratulations, you fat fuck. Yeah, you Congrat- won. All right? I, I, I call him fat. Uh-huh. Because I assume he is. Right. If you're not watching Game of Thrones, you're probably overweight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the most beautiful people watch. That's Although here's for. the deal. I had a big conversation. I, I now uh-huh. am, every time I mention the word fat, uh-huh. and she's she's achieved what she wanted to achieve. Uh-huh. Uh, you know Jenny Zagrino? Okay, yes. Fantastic mm-hmm. comedian. Mm-hmm. And she and I talked about fat phobia mm-hmm. on a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And she actually educated me some stuff that I wasn't aware of about body types and about okay. the diversity of body types and also how scientifically people are predisposed. I always was of the camp that, you know, look, if you eat less calories and you fucking burn every day, you'll be skinnier. You'll, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be thin and right. healthy. Don't right. eat so much. Stop fucking eating McDonald's. Right. Get on a treadmill right. and, you know, right. and change your life for the better. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Don't be morbidly obese. That's not okay. We shouldn't encourage that. Yeah. Body positive, yes. Right making kids think it's all right to be obese or no right no, i'm not on board with that yeah and then she the information she gave me has really changed my opinion a little bit and it makes me feel like a piece of shit every what is time that? i like what is the make a joke like you? that where i go just some fat fuck behind a tv but that's because we imagine the fat nerd with a neck beard going i hate everything i'm on reddit you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but actually now i feel bad saying it she's but changed she's jenny here's what the have thing. you done you bitch here's the thing though you because bitch. they want to make you think that those statistics are way bigger than they are right what do you mean because like yeah Obesity like statistics? it's a, well well no it's a problem for people that are, are predisposed to it but it's not as big as like what we're dealing with you know did you know this that you could actually trace the obesity epidemic to um this one slogan right breakfast is the most important meal of the day you know do you know, guess who came up with that Someone who loved breakfast. 1930-something, John Kellogg, right? Kellogg's, the cereal, right? Came up with a marketing, invented really? cereal. Really? Is that true? Yeah, yeah, they invented cereal, and they go, how are we going to sell this cereal? And they said, let's come up with a marketing campaign. Nobody ate breakfast before then, right? They said, let's make a marketing campaign. Breakfast Nobody was, had breakfast before It then? wasn't a thing. People had you two meals a day. You didn't wake up in the morning and feel hungry and eat a little food? No, most people just didn't have breakfast. It wasn't a thing. You had two meals a day, right? I love these like random fucking <laughs> this statistics is a fact. and facts. It's a real statistic. You, you just can look pull this out up. Of your <laughs> and just go. Prum. No, I, this is true. I would be able to do that if I didn't have grapes surrounding my arsehole. Yeah. So right, you have a lot. You should do less. Just one. Okay. I just have one right now. Okay. But it's it's shrunk. It's already shrunk. It's shrinking. Okay. Just in time for you to go back on stage but and get another one. It's been around for almost two weeks. Yeah. But no, this is true though. All right. 
It can link the obesity epidemic to breakfast's most important meal of the day. It's a marketing campaign that's put out in the 1930s by Kellogg's. And from then on, that ad- adding that extra meal a day, you know, slowly in the U.S., obesity you know, rose. But you can go back. Before then, people didn't eat breakfast. But we had that saying over in the UK. We've had that saying around for the breakfast is the most... I mean, and also Yeah, we made it in the 1930s. Okay. I mean, you were around I'm going to have to do some okay. fact-checking on you, bro. Right. I feel like you're a, you walk, multi- you're a walking Trump speech right now. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're saying is true, what's not. I'm laying down statistics. I like the, I literally love the idea. Uh-huh. I just don't know if it's true or not. All right. It's I'm going to have to okay. fact-check you, bro. <laughs> Can we get some fact-checkers on this, please? <laughs> Do you eat breakfast every morning? I don't. And you know what? It is, it is, you do this fasting thing, right? Which I don't believe in fasting. You do the intermittent fasting. I don't do that. I don't do that. I I, I should. I don't call it intermittent fasting because I'm not, I'm not that pretentious. Like I feel like anybody that says that is just, you need to smack them. Intermittent fasting. I don't eat. I just skip, I skip a meal. All right. Right. Skip a meal, I don't call it fasting. Okay. I feel like it's an insult to people that actually fast. You know, you know, Jeremy people do Ramadan. Ramadan. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Gandhi fasted for what twenty one days, right? Yeah. He went on a fast. Yeah, but didn't ma- he look? Didn't he look fucking on point in those twenty one days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just like you the can pump. see those ribs from like a mile away. God, man, can you believe that? Yeah, he was looking good. Abs, he was looking sexy. To- Fuck. He was looking sexy. I wish Gandhi was like super jacked as well. I would just love to find out that he had such an anger problem. <laughs> that he was really an alpha. You know what I mean? But I want everyone to be peaceful and, and love you shut up? one another. Thank you. And then Gandhi goes behind a closed door and just turns around and just starts smacking the side of his fucking assistant. Yeah, yeah. Why did you say that I was from this? You got it wrong, you bastard. I, Takes off his sandal, his <laughs> flip-flop, and just starts beating his assistant. Exactly. That must have been going down. Like, the Gandhis, the Mother Teresas, we, I want to know the bad stuff that went down. They used you to know? call him Genghis Gandhi. Genghis Gandhi. Behind closed doors, yeah. Oh, well, that's how he got stuff done, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Think about it. Social media these days, with social media would have ruined all these icons that we know of, right? Yeah, absolutely. Gandhi, Mother Teresa, dude. Can you imagine what, if we had the kind of technological advances we have now, can you imagine what kind of horrendous shit they may have found out about someone from their past or what they once said or whatever? I, I think know? it would have been better, though, because if it would have been done then, it would have been over by now. It would just be used to it. Who's beyond reproach, though? Dalai Lama? He's probably beyond reproach because they're chosen from childhood. I don't know, man. Nah, I don't know. On. You're going to find out in a previous lifetime this guy was like... Getting it out, getting it out with children. Reincarnated from a pedophile. That's what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Wow. You're going to find out. They'll find stuff on everybody. I'm not going to be the guy who spreads that rumor. (laughs) Have you heard the Dalai Dalai Lama in a previous life used to be a pedophile? So they will. BuzzFeed will find a way to take down any man. You see what they're trying to do to Tony Robbins? Tony Robbins. Ten awful jobs that Dalai Lama could have done in a previous life. Murderer. (laughs) Pedophile. Drowns puppies. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I want. I, I just Game I, of Thrones final series writer. Spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler. Internet alert. troll. The worst human to ever live. I always thought that about musicians as well, because there's there's a there's a there was a very it was for a period of time very famous in the UK. And it was like kind of like a not just a cult classic. It was mainstream classic, but it was also. Uh, a panel show that the British people loved. Yeah. And it was called Nevermind the Buzzcocks. And it's a panel show where you have a host in the middle, yeah, uh-huh. three guests on one side, three on the other side. Normally it was one comedian, yeah. you know, or comedy actor or someone from TV, and then two musicians. Um, so you'd have like, you could have Kanye and Dido and fucking Brian Callan on one side and blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. But they were British 
generally British acts. You okay. Know, the occasional American visitor. Right. I like that your last reference of a British act was Dido. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the last time she put out an album? Really recently. No, no. Okay. Like in the last month. Okay. I saw a big billboard for her. That's why she came to my head. I was right, like, right. who's an, who's a random Dido. older school artist that's now back in action? Oh, there you go. Dido. She's trying to get a bit PNR, PR for her, her new EP or whatever. Okay. But yeah, those three. And then you would have like a team on the other side. And then you have rounds and they have to guess things. They have guess, guess the song and people have to play it just from memory on tambourine and blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, it was a great show. But I always looked at it and gone, Jesus Christ, if Kurt Cobain hadn't died at 27, if, you know, all of these shit hot musicians hadn't right. died in their youth, they just would have got old. And then you would have had a 50-year-old Kurt Cobain or a 45-year-old Kurt Cobain on Nevermind uh, the Buzzcocks going, going, well, yeah, since I did Celebrity Big Brother, things have been a bit weird. And it would ruin that. And you'd be like, oh. Is he really doing that right now? Oh, God. I don't know. You look at these guys like Chris Cornell, right? And he was pretty old when he died, right? He was a, a definitely, yeah, he was yeah, a grown right? man. Yeah. And but there's one of those guys from that era that never, ever did it, right? Or like a Dave Grohl. So he's from the, that time, right? He never sold and out. And these man. guys are like old school, never sold out. Never you know? sold out, dude. Uh-huh. Rock and roll to the core, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Literally the best. That guy came to a show one time. Was amazing. Dave Grohl? Yeah, yeah. Probably one of the only times I got st- starstruck at a show. He's you know? really nice. I've met him once. Uh-huh. He was very polite. Yeah, 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 yeah. And very cool, man. Got to be one of the biggest rock stars alive. Yeah, he's also, yeah. but he. This is literally, literally his uh-huh. his brand. He's like known as the nicest guy in rock and roll, right? Uh-huh. By everyone. Uh huh. I think that's just who he is. As yeah, well. yeah. It's not forced. I think he's just a fucking. Isn't that weird, dude? What a dude! To just be a regular nice guy. How good was his family? Right, his it? upbringing. Right. How was he so well adjusted? Right. What? How does he have that kind of self-esteem? Fuck him! What a jerk! Rubbing his niceness on us. Rubbing his polite, it's not even fake, decent, just yeah. genuine fucking. I'll let attitude. you know right now if you ever see me walk around being polite. I'm being fake. At Something's that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being fake, right? <laughs> Did you not have enough love to huh? give you that validation? No, man. I just, I just, I, I've, I think I've had the the, the perfect amount. I just have, oh, yeah? I just have permanent disdain. So wait, walk your, what, so which of your parents is Puerto Rican and which is dad's, Filipino? Dad's Puerto Rican, mom's Filipino. But you know, they we grew up in, in New York. I mean, it's just we're just regular people. You know, we didn't have any of that special. But you had the cultural, the special cultural experiences at home, right? No, we just it was it was normal. I mean, there wasn't anything normal. Yeah, What's there was normal? like we went to Costco, White American. right? We went. Yeah, to Yeah, but did you like? Well, yeah, you know, did you have like Puerto Rican celebrations and food and music? Did you have like? Filipino, Filipina, you know, uh, days out. Not as much as you think, right? So that stuff happened if we went to like a family party, right? But when it was back, just back home, dude, it was normal. It's like eating TV dinners. We had like, like, we had Hot Pockets, Hot Pockets, pockets Cheerios, dude. It it really is a letdown to a lot of people when they find this out. I'm like, sorry, man. I thought you'd have a little more cultural. There was not, there's nothing like going on. I grew grew up in a cul-de-sac, dude. Oh yeah, there was just it was pretty straightforward. That's normal. pretty nice. If you grew up in a cul-de-sac, that means you were at least like working middle class, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Cu- what, what cul-de-sac? Yeah, yeah. What were you? What were you like in a gang or something like that? No, I grew we up in a cul-de-sac as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, semi-detached house in a cul-de-sac. So we were definitely uh-huh. wor- working middle class. We were, on yeah, that. yeah. My parents were very working class and achieved middle class. Yeah, uh-huh. living or working middle class. So you know about that cul-de-sac? But we have life. a holiday every year. Yeah, uh-huh. it was cheap. 
Yeah. We go on a camping holiday to France where you can take a car and a ferry for like 50 Oh, I love that's bucks. what you guys do. And then you can go it's, to a campsite and you just sit France. on a campsite for a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You go to like France or Spain. We're driving down to North Carolina. <laughs> the what, beach was yeah, equivalent exactly. to equivalent, right? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, we didn't, it wasn't like that. Just normal people, man. And it's so hard for people to grasp this part of my life. Yeah. They're like, wait a second. Especially now, you should be playing up the fucking, you know, the, the, you can't do, you know, you know why, you, Filipino. You know why you can't do it, right? Is because, like, you get called out on this stuff, you know? Like, one time I got hired. By who? Who's going to give a fuck? By Latin people? By Filipinos? One time I they got, don't give a fuck. Fuck, so, so, you don't give a fuck about them, bro. You just get your money. Get paid. Get, the get those gold. Get the paycheck. Every time your agent's seeing diverse on a fucking breakdown, you're there. The face is diverse hey, enough, all right? What's up, True TV? My Check diverse. it out. Brown skin, Latin guy, and Asian. That's two check marks. And I sound so white. <laughs> I'm not so white. Even white people will enjoy your comedy. And Did that's... listen to this guy. There you go. There's nothing more white than the sound of my voice. Hi. Hi, this is what a Caucasian tell, person tell, sounds like. Tell me, tell me that I I should really think about investing in my future. You should think about investing to your future. <laughs> and you're so like into. It. You tell see? me that like, have I thought about life insurance yet? Have you, Have you thought about what you're gonna, how you're going to spend your fifties? Wow, have Jesus, you thought man. about that? You do sound white. If I close my eyes, it's like breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Oh God! Oh my God! You're <laughs> the whitest man ever. See, close your eyes. Listen, close your eyes right now. Uh-huh. Wherever you are, close your eyes. Mm. If you're not watching this on YouTube, you're already, you don't need to close. Open your eyes. If you're driving a car, open your eyes. You need an audio book. For God's sake, open your eyes. Okay. What's a white, what's a white thing that, that people, what's a white phrase? We'll be there on time. I listened to the audio (laughs) book. I listened to an audio book. It was fantastic. And go like, you know what? I've really, I've really been, um, I just read a book and it really changed my life. It's called Paolo Coelho's The Alchemist. Oh my God. Majestic realism. Yeah, it has opened. I'm spiritual now. I'm quite spiritual. Say that you love you. You're not like super into it, but you do have some crystals. I have a whole room of crystals <laughs> and magnets. The and magnet magnets. people. I see. I want the magnet people and the crystal people to duke it out. Yeah, you know, the people that think magnets give them that that heal, right? Like the scene from Guys and Dolls. And the people, the crystal people, think no, the crystals are where it's at, right? You know? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like anyone who gets that heavily uh, look, spiritual healing of all kinds. There's some uh, level of scientific factor in all of these things. Do you buy into any of it? I buy into the scientific level. For instance, do I believe uh, that inanimate stones do carry around an energy with them? Scientifically, yes. Right. That's uh, factual. Does it heal you? Do I think it necessarily heals me depending on the different stones? Nah. Nah. They've been around long enough that we would have concrete evidence that these things work and they don't. Okay, I'm sorry to burst your bubbles. However, I do think that whatever, I think there can be a very calming realignment that comes with that kind of practice that can make people feel good. I think this is... But it could be a placebo. It's like going, if you say to someone, here's a pill that's going to give you infinitely more energy and it's going to keep your mind focused and you give that to 20 different people, 15 of them are going to feel the effects. Yeah. Because they want to. Yeah, yeah. Seventy percent of the time, placebo works. Yeah. And did you know fifty? Is that how much it is? Seventy percent of the time. And fifty. Where did you get that statistic it's from? The power from of the fucking mind. Mike Q's. Mike Q's, Mike Q's definitely plethora facts, of 100% statistical shit. information. It's I, true though. You've and, got to start a website, bro. And fifty percent of the time, even when you know placebo is fake, it still works. 
that's the power of like human mind, right? Yeah. So when people say these things with like these magic stones and magic rocks, right? I don't buy it. It doesn't work. It's just placebo. It's the power of your mind. So sure. if it works for you, then it's great, right? Yeah. But it's when they start applying it to like their children. Yeah. You know? Or like storing them in their vaginas. Right. No, no, no. Definitely do that. Yeah. That's a good idea. No, I yeah. met a girl who said she will put a crystal in her vagina sometimes when she sleeps to give her like healing properties. And that, with that, I'm like, I don't know. That's, I mean, technically it's stone cold uh, pussy. I, I, but it's I'd like, be the guy that hooks up with that girl and slices my penis. Pussy. It'll be cold yeah, stone yeah. pussy rather than stone cold pussy. No, cold stone. Yeah, cold stone pussy. Cold stone pussy. Or probably warm by the time it's been in there all night. But she's sharp. Imagine going in there getting caught on those, one of those jagged edges. Well, I think she takes it out until she forgets. Yeah, until she forgets one. But also, that's I do. A, I said to her, isn't it a little dangerous? And she goes, no, I attach like a, a string, so like a tampon string, so I can it doesn't get lost. Oh, good idea. Right. I'm like, yeah, because that's you've thought this whole thing out. Yeah. But also, I mean, look, if a woman wants to throw, you know, a couple of gemstones up her foof, I can't, who am I to tell her I not feel to like do that? that thing is nature's pocket, man. What is this? Alabama? Yeah. I'm not going to tell her what to do with her vagina. Exactly. Put as many stones in there as you Anything like. Anything you want. Yeah. Whatever comes out of there, that's how diamonds are made. Good luck at airport security. Good luck explaining that away. <laughs> yeah. Good luck explaining that to the lady Dig it who out. has to do a cavity search. Good luck explaining that. What is this? Kryptonite. I don't know. Did you know that that's the way most women, uh, most drugs get places? Or girls hide it in, up their vajay, right? Yeah. But nowadays it's with the old pocket, spinning man. one where they can look inside of you, the x-ray machine. I think it's still... They, they can see a big old condom of drugs inside of your body. I don't think they could see inside you like that because it's just checking out heat. Why I have been that? pulled over twice now at yeah. LAX because of uh, my penis. Your penis. I wear tracksuit bombs. I wear yeah, track pants yeah. and I wear a nice loose fitting t-shirt right, right, right. and little sneakers. And I go super comfort these days. Right, I right. used to dress in like skinny jeans and rings and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. a dumb idea. Right, right. And I always have one little hand luggage and I go in my thing. So I literally have nothing on my body. Not, no, Nothing right. in my pockets or anything when I go right. through security. Yeah. And twice they've pulled me over because if there's a, like a suspect. Something. Like a suspect uh-huh. package. Right, right, right. Pun right. intended. Uh-huh. They will check it right and what the man has to do is what the guy does he go he literally twi- twice he's been a man back in the hand right back he backhands my cock i've had it <laughs> i've had that happen too just fucking i've had that i've had I've he had, doesn't he doesn't knock it from one side to the other he doesn't go which way do you hang to the left cool and then no but they get they the right. graze the whole thing though they he, graze the whole thing well, he, he like the guy who did it almost like bent his hand a little bit yeah yeah so he could use the knuckles to kind of run along back the line the of my cock and then he ran along the line of the other side of my cock and then he was like Okay, yeah, yeah, you're cool, sir. I appreciate you letting us do a chat. Blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then I, the first time I was like, can I take, make a video? Can I please quick make a quick video right, and right. just show the screen with the, because the, it was red. On yeah, the yeah, thing. yeah, the square. Like a it has a square. Middle. Square. And I go, uh-huh. can I show that and then cut to you and be, and be like, be like, how was that suspect package? And you can be like, oh God, I can't believe I had to backhand that or something like that. And he was like, that's funny, but no. <laughs> get the fuck out of line i'm like okay no. that's a, it's a good day at the at the airport when that happened it happened to me twice right basketball shorts bro i was bouncing through the fucking gate like i was walking so proud <laughs> you feel so you want every the line can't Everyone. be long enough to look at what's going on dude they people, make you, people going what's holding it up and i was going my, my penis my, my God. penis is holding it my up it's pretty large uh, the guy has confirmed that it's it shows up on the scanner. And did you, they made you put your one right foot forward, and you had to do like a little bit of lunge. Oh, I didn't lunge. You didn't have to. He, he just said, lunge. like, stand on the uh-huh. thing with your feet on the little footprints on the floor on the it, mat, and then he just went. He ran his hand up on the inside and up on the inside, and then he ran the back of his hand with the fit hand uh-huh. 
pressed against cock, just kind of moved it a little bit to know yeah. this is a dick, and then did it on the other side. So and then I, he was like, I, I, and then, I, he, I, then he held my hand and stared into my eyes. And he, was like, eyes. he was like, you want to get some breakfast? Yeah, you want to get some, It's the most important meal of the day. Mm. Let's get breakfast. Hey. How do you like your eggs cooked, he said. You are literally... Literally the biggest penis I've ever seen in my life. Today. That's mm. pretty, I mean, that's and that's a pretty good deal. It didn't happen to me at LAX, right? Magnificent. I feel like at like LAX, it happened to me at once at Denver Airport, right? And I think once in Portland Airport, right? And I was like, this is your both times basketball shorts. Yeah. So I tried to replicate it before, afterwards. I'm like, I got to have this happen. <laughs> it, right. And you, you get addicted. It didn't happen again. Didn't happen again. Uh, and it hurt you. It huh? hurt you. It a hurts bit. my feelings. Yeah, it hurt you. A I, bit. I'm almost gonna set it up. I was thinking about like maybe putting some band aids around or something like this. Just giving it a little get, rub. A, get it a little chub up. Get a, a little chub up. Chub on. We call it chub on. To, 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 to get to get a little half chub. Right. Half mast. Right. Right. That feeling. Right. I mean, dude, it's nothing sates an ego like being told that your penis looks like a suspicious package. Not nothing will ever make a man feel that good except a woman squirting. Yeah. Those mm. two things. I still, I maintain that that is pee, dude. And you know what the irony, oh no, it is. It's, it's again, uh-huh. scientifically, right. it is the same liquid as urine. It's yeah. slightly different. It's slightly different in terms of what comes out. It doesn't, it's the liquid that transposes, they take the liquid, but it's pee. It's basically right, pee. Right, it's right, basically right. pee. Right, right. It's slightly different pee, but right, it's, it's pee. still pee. It's pee. It's pee. Uh-huh. Yeah, it tastes like but, whatever we were drinking earlier that night. <laughs> well, actually, like, see, like, I've I've tasted, you know, a woman's uh-huh. ed, uh, when a woman's ejaculated, uh-huh. definitely tasted a bit, and like, not like, inevitable, you know, going down and going, that's happened, and um, I, it didn't taste like any, it didn't taste, it didn't taste like urine. Uh-huh. <laughs> it didn't smell or taste like urine, right? Uh-huh. I should say, I didn't go, mm, God, that's pee, right. Right. Would you have? If it smelled like pee or tasted like pee? No, I would have been polite, but I, I would tell you now. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? And it's it's the it's the greatest stamp of approval, seal of approval a man can ever get. It is. Yeah. Yeah. The I don't know. greatest. I, 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 I'd rather have uh, uh, um, food made for me. You know, that's like, I feel like that's a good stamp of approval. Now, I'll when cook, someone's willing if, to I'll, I'll cook every single meal uh-huh. every day for a woman if she promises me that I uh. can have the capacity to make her so aroused that she pisses in a projectile across the room out of a fucking sweet, sweet vajay. That's the one promise that you want. If she says, I, you get me off that hard every day, I'd be like, baby, I got you for every meal, uh. whatever you need. Let me cook. Let me, I, I fucking, she'd be getting breakfast every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kellogg's. Anything. Overflowing, ice cold milk. Anything she wants. Little light dusting of sugar on top. Fuck yes. Don't you feel like this is a thing now every woman does? What? Square? Yeah. No. Uh-huh. I feel like a few years ago, right? It was like a once in a while thing. And now if all of them. If every do. woman you're in <clears throat> with squirts, yeah. then you're a god, Michael. I'm doing, I'm, doing, I'm doing something right. If every woman you sleep with has squirted, every woman? No. Can't be every woman. Every, I, I, every woman. In the last. In the last couple of years. Yeah. How many are we talking? How many women? I mean, there's a good amount. There's a good amount. Yeah, yeah. Like in the in the double digits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah. You've made every single one of those. Women this is squirt. a new, this is a thing that's happening these days, guys. Bro, I'm I, this. okay. I'm right. gonna be honest with right. you. First right. of all, mm-hmm. I think you're a fucking liar. I'm, I'm being, being I'm being dead honest. Dude. Literally, I'm being dead think honest. you're like, All right, well, bro. I hope for for your. I know, I've noticed this is a thing that goes on now these days. You know? Me as a supportive friend. Right. I hope, in all hopes, that is incredibly true. Right, because right. if it is, 
you're a god, dude. <laughs> because, or you're only finding women who are very susceptible for that happening. Some, like, I know chicks, I had a Leah I Love think it's here. number two. She said she squirts really easily. It's number two. She can fucking come three times in six minutes. Yeah. I know girls who had to be, we had to be together for months and they had to feel Im- mentally yeah. relaxed enough and comfortable enough and trusting enough to be able to do that because it's, it takes a lot. Yeah. for a woman to reach that stage and, and often right. so much of a woman's sexual enjoyment is based on her mental of course trust and yeah. comfort yeah yeah uh-huh. but nah bro I'm, i've fucked like seven eight hundred women yeah, and yeah, yeah. i'd uh-huh. say like less than less than one in ten squirts are you serious yeah that oh, makes me feel a lot better but i think it's just yeah, i think it's the type of person that i've been you're attracting. a fucking beast i'm a att- i'm attracting a certain type of person that's the, that's all it comes are you on to. like match.com specifically looking for women who squirt it's just not even easily. it's not even a picture of me it's just a water gun are you sure you're not just you just you're not just in the wrong website where all the girls you're dating are into pissing on you? Damn it! <laughs> if there you, you found out that for the last two years you just been peed on a whole That's lot. That's it. That's it. It's the same thing. I'd still it? be happy. It's still the same thing. I'm happy. It? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, have you ever pissed on a woman? I'm not gonna go down that road, man. You ever pissed on someone? No, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't do that. No. Have Even you done they, that? Have you done that? Yeah, I had one girl who uh, asked me. She wanted me to be. She wanted me to urinate on her. Yeah, uh-huh. and I was like. Uh, I don't know. I've never done that. And she was like, I mean, it's clean. It's sterile, blah, blah, blah. I just love the feeling. And she just wanted to sit in the bath. So she just sat in the bath. Yeah. And pl- was playing with herself. And I was playing with myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then at a certain point, she was like, okay. And then you, I'm ready and, for and it. it's very difficult to actually switch between you can't. erect penis. You can't. Going to come to. Right relaxed enough to be able to urinate you because yeah, your, yeah. your muscles close and open in different areas you know yeah uh-huh. but um i just watched her play with herself tried to sort of stimulate a pee i drank a lot of water yeah yeah for uh-huh. that purpose mm-hmm. and then uh eventually i managed to pee a little on her and she just wanted me to pee on her body while she played with herself right in right a bath. and you just and you were like check that one off yeah, and I did it. And was she, R. Kelly she playing while you did it? She enjoyed herself. Were you playing a little R. Kelly in the but background? I only did it once. I only did it once. Uh-huh. It wasn't really my thing. I think she could tell I wasn't that into it, so she didn't really ask me again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we only dated for a few months. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of puts like a time stamp yeah. on it after that. I'm old school. Like I prefer shitting on someone's chest, you know? Yeah. Through, why do we have to get uh-huh. all that Ugh, y- urine? <laughs> I'm not into that. It's just good old Cleveland steamer. Just lay it out on a woman's forehead uh. or, a, or, a, or a man's lower back. Uh-huh. Like, I don't even want you to fuck men. I'm not it. into guys. Uh-huh. But I'll shit on a dude's lower back. Would you do that for real? <laughs> Would I do Only that? Only for a close friend. For money. For a close friend. No, for huge amounts of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you said to me, like, after the podcast, if you went, bro, I got a million dollers. I would never say that, And I wanted that, to shit on my way. lower back. If you could perfectly squeeze out two poops into my sacral dips for a million dollars. <laughs> not happening. I would wrap this podcast right now, uh-huh. pick up my monitor, throw it through the window, Hey everyone, I'm about to poop on Mike Q's lower back, and I do it, and for the money. And you want the audience too? You'd have to. No, I just feel like you deserve stuff. that. If you're paying me a million dollars, you can let a couple of random people watch. That adds to the experience, right? I like that when you think of me, you think of shitting on me, and then me paying you for it. I don't. I don't think of you like that. I'm just saying that's what would have to happen to convince me uh-huh. to take a poop on a dude. Uh huh. But also, if you if you're the kind of dude who wants to get pooped on. As long as you're not filming, as long as it's not documented, I don't give a shit, or I would give a shit, technically. For, for the for, right um, cash. For a million dollars. Yeah. If you offer me 50,000, I wouldn't do it. Get out of here. 50,000, you're nah, still doing it, dude. I wouldn't shit on a lower back for 50,000. For no. 50 grand, you're not nah. doing it. Uh-huh. Nah, because you're crossing a boundary. Right. It's a you one-time have morals. Thing. It's a one-time thing, you I think. You have morals. It's like uh-huh. a thing you do once, and then you really regret it. 
yeah. but then you buy enough stuff to feel good about it. With a million dollars, I can buy a home in the valley, stick another 500000 of that into high and low risk investments and set myself up for the rest of my life. You're with good. Million you're, you'd be pretty straight. If you're that. clever with that money, you can, yeah, yeah. You can uh-huh. live for yeah. the rest of your life uh-huh. through in reinvesting that money and buying a property. This sounds so, like you've planned this whole thing out already. I'm just waiting for someone before. to give me the fucking deal. I don't want a Netflix special. That's not what I'm looking for. I don't need my own hit HBO show. I just need a rich old pervert to offer me a million bucks to shit on their lower back. Any of them. Any just of them. Just take it. Any Will of them. somebody please I'll do a conjugal. make Jeff's fantasies come <laughs> I'll true? I'll do a conjugal. If you got the money, Weinstein... I'll come and see you for an afternoon. Take a I poop think, on those fat holes of yours, you grotesque fucking scumbag. I'm sorry to let you know, but I think the demand is pretty low for this. I don't think, but you, but, but but now you put it out there, you put it out to the universe, and that's how it works, right? It starts with that. You never know. You send a message yeah, to the universe, it'll come back dude, to you. Dude, like half, most of the people think I'm joking. A few people think, I mean, for a million dollars, yeah, he's probably right. I'd probably do that too. Uh-huh. It's a lot of money. A million dollars is a and lot. There could be, on the off chance, there could be one shiza porn enthusiast out there who likes a little bit of brown got a million bucks burning in his pocket yeah and he's just i've like, just been waiting to get rid of this and he got he sees my majestic but it's gonna be the reverse dude it doesn't shoulders. work that way it doesn't work it's the guy's gonna want to do it to you man that's how it goes really yeah it's never you see now we're talking to the other how much would you have to be paid to let someone do that to you to let someone do it to me to let someone poop on your lower back i'm not doing it no amount of money because I feel like I wouldn't be able to live my, with myself. I need to be able yeah, to. Yeah, I, I would. I wouldn't be able to. You know. I feel like for ten million dollars, I Some, let someone poop. I'm the type of like. person that where everything's got a price, Mike. You. Everything has a price. I'm the type of person where like, you ever get into an argument with somebody and then you just wish that you said something and you didn't. You're like, I just should have said that. I should have let them know, right? Or you just walk away. Someone offered you money for it and you should have said the right price. Or no, no, no. Or like, you know what I mean. Like, you know, you get into whatever, you, you decide to be the bigger person, just turn away, right? I mean, you'd have to turn away if they're going to shit on your lower back. That's how it would happen. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I regret that stuff forever. I regret it, you know? Really? Yeah. I, I, I harper on those things, and like two years later, I'm like, that fucking asshole, right? I should have told him off. I can't wait to I've never something. done so, anything in my life morally or ethically um, negative or right. bad or horrendous enough right. for it to stay in my mind. See, it's like, just a I, slight thing. I, when I was a kid, I definitely... Um, uh, I definitely have been guilty of mild bullying, you know, with other kids when there was a kid who was like a bit special, you know what I mean? And I dropped What? No, I definitely not like, uh-huh. not like special needs, but just yeah. like, just one of those kids who's just a bit, ugh, all the time a bit weird and a bit much. I guarantee you when I was 14, I've definitely taken the piss out of another kid at school. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh-huh. a mean thing to do. I regret that. But I know that I've also seen that guy since then and had conversation with him and apologized and blah to the point where he's gone nah man it wasn't even that bad like you guys were fine I'm like alright well I felt bad about it so you really did bring it you, you ran back into that person you were feeling guilty and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. apologized his name's Martin yeah Martin and you apologized Master. yeah I met yeah and, and online and I talked to him online and he's and I just went you were a sweet kid and it, as an, a, an adult you deserve to be um, protected a bit more by us because you were sweet and you were susceptible stuff. And I said, yeah. and it was unfair that we kind of gave you a ribbon. And he said, what you didn't realize, he said, is that you guys did protect me from outside kids. So all the drama kids, you guys, even though you gave me shit in drama class and sometimes it was upsetting. Oh my God. He said, what you actually did was- Drama class bullies. Yeah, of well, course they go back and apologize yeah, to each other. Yeah, fucking poncy kids. Yeah. The size of the goes, pussies you guys were. <laughs> but he literally said though, he said, um, there were other kids because you were big, you actually protected me from other kids. And you forgot that part. 
but you also yeah you said some mean shit sometimes but also i was a bit weird back then yeah uh-huh. he acknowledged it he said i was kind of weird shit i hadn't yeah. calmed down i was a bit adhd i was a bit like Bleh! just said right, stupid right. shit like all the time uh-huh. and he's like you know i've calmed down we've all calmed down we've all changed he said but i appreciate it, it means a lot that you felt that uh-huh. and he goes he goes but you really don't have much to apologize for don't worry that is crazy which is nice see i think that's crazy that it was hard it was hard but i've never so hurt much. anyone i've never done anything i've never hurt uh-huh. a woman i've uh-huh. never i've never i've i've had fights with men i regret those yeah, yeah i regret yeah, physical yeah. fighting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i regret uh-huh. that uh-huh because it's dumb right uh-huh. but i did it for a reason yeah you hit me you grab my girlfriend's ass you right. fucking start a fight with one of my boys right right yeah, I'll fucking lay you out. You're going to have to do it. Lay him out. Mm. Uh-huh. And sometimes I got laid out. Really? Uh-huh. I've been beaten up a few times. You're a pretty big dude, man. I feel dude, like... I've had my ass handed to me a few times. By bigger people? Uh, more people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, but getting jumped. I've been... I've been, been jumped. Not necessarily jumped. I started trouble with a group of guys who were being a bunch of fucking assholes. Right, 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 right. I was on a date with a girl who is a lunatic. Yeah. Um, like certifiably... What's the time frame? How many years ago? Uh, when I was like early, very early twenties, okay. I went on a date with this girl. Uh-huh. She was very sexy. She's everyone told me she was a little crazy about right, like, right, right, whatever. Right. Yeah, went out on a date, had a great night. Then um, she started like really aggressively flirting with some dude at the bar when we were out. She was just blah 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 blah, and I went, "What's this about?" Uh-huh. I was like, and he was awkward. He was like, "This is weird." Right, and I was like, I said to her, "I was like, I was like, are you drunk? Or are you just being a fucking asshole?" And he was like, peace, I'm out. Like, this is weird. And she's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, you just flirt with that guy. Like, you're literally, like, if I wasn't here, I would assume, and he probably was, right. that you're trying to get his number and fuck him. She goes, no, I wasn't. I was just being friendly. I was like, well, your level of what you think is friendly is 100% flirting, which is why that guy was so awkward. And guess what? Right. I neither know you or have enough of a relationship with you because this is our first fucking time hanging out right, like right. this yeah, yeah. that I am going to deal with that and have a conversation about it. I'm done. See you later. Enjoy the rest of your night. Wow. Feel free to go after him. Uh-huh. So I walked out of this venue that my, my friends used to run and own. Well, they owned mm-hmm. it. And we used to, and it was this really happening bar. And I leave and I storm out. And she comes after me. No, no, don't do it. And she's in floods of tears. She starts crying. She goes, I'm an idiot. This is who I am. I'm sorry. I do do that. And it's because I'm fucking crazy. I'm sorry. And everyone tells yeah. me I'm a piece of shit. But I'm not. And I really like it. Blah, blah, blah. And she's in the street. And I'm walking away. And she's trying to grab my arm. and going, get the fuck off me. And I'm walking away to get in a cab. Uh, I'm like trying to order a fucking Uber on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this group of guys walked past me and they did the right thing they should do, which is they were like, they were like, are you okay, lady? Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Is he bothering you? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, motherfuckers, I was like, mind your own business. First of all, I'm walking away from her. Yeah, she's yeah. crying because she's a fucking arsehole. She just tried to fuck some dude on yeah, our yeah. date. Uh-huh. I said, you can take her and hang out with her. They're like, all right, easy guy. We're just fucking checking. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, but you're putting your nose in where it's not fucking one to Right, jump. right, right. And then one guy's like, what's your deal, man? If this is how angry you are now, how do we know you weren't being a fucking arse to the girl? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, because she's telling you. And she's like, right, she's right, like he right. hasn't done anything wrong. I'm just like, uh, I'm just. Right. Uh-huh. Anyway, and then the guy's like, yeah, well, now it's my fucking issue because you're fucking getting in my face. And I was like, I'm going to do more than get in your face. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I end up fucking hitting him. Yeah. He's there with four friends. Oh my God. So I got uh-huh. good, I got a good little, you know, initial, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like 21, 22. Right, 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 right. I was right. an idiot. Right, right, right. And I had a fight uh-huh. and I got some really good fucking, I, I'm not one guy down and I think I broke another guy's nose. Yeah, and yeah. And then five of them were on top of me. Right, and right, right. I got right. my ass handed to right. me. I got kicked a lot. That's what happens when I ended four up on guys. the floor being kicked a lot. <laughs> and then bouncers from the club right. saw it and uh-huh. ran over and broke the fight up. And right. if they hadn't, I would have come off even worse. Well, at least you didn't get hurt, man. 
Huh? You mean, I mean, at least you didn't get hurt. No, I did. Yeah, my did jaw break, was a little fucked up. Did you break your nose or anything like I that? Didn't, they didn't break anything, but I had like a cut, little cut on my eyebrow. Uh-huh. My lip was fat and blown out and bleeding. Uh-huh. Um, my jaw was really sore. It wasn't broken. It wasn't fractured, but it was bruised. But you took, bruised, a, you took a good bruised. knock on I it. I definitely huh? got kicked to the face that fucking... Right, right, yeah. right, right. And I was hurt and bruised. And uh-huh. I went I went to my buddy's speakeasy bar in East London uh-huh. and uh, I left the girl there. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Still left it, man. But nine mm. times out of ten, all of those little, uh, any little fracas, little yeah. fracas, uh, fracas, fracas, little yeah. fracas, whatever, uh-huh. fights, yeah, yeah. always happen because of a crazy chick. Always. It's never worth it. It's never worth it. it always just walk away. Uh, uh-huh. Starting something or an argument and then other guys wanting to get involved or normally, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to blame women for all my fights I've had. I had fights because I was an idiot. Right. It's my see, fault. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But those were normally the catalyst would be drunken um poor choices of right. the women that I was around. Right, right. Which when you date girls with tattoos and daddy issues, it's interesting how many of those will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, those are the best ones. Is there any they other will type? They fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. there are. And th- that's what I learned. It took me uh-huh. decades to learn that, man. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Do you yeah. still go for the same kind of girls you went for you know when what? you were 22? I yeah. mean, you do. 22-year-olds. I mean, like, I, I do. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like this, right? It's always... Because I look at the situation and I'm like, okay. Now, if I was in that situation, I would have just would have been cool with the girl, right? Especially since you don't really know her yet, You mean right? these guys? No, when you were in, the, in there with the girl and she was flirting with the dude. I'm like, okay, you know, this is how this girl is, right? I'm going to play it cool and then I'll, I'll just never talk to her again but I wouldn't just leave her there oh like okay that, right? yeah no I was right? more dramatic I was a little I right. was a little emo rock star right. I was uh, I was drank I used to drink and take a lot of drugs I was a party guy right and my thing uh-huh. was you should be excited to be out with me if you're gonna flirt with other guys when you're out yeah. I already know your bad news and I yes a little more dramatically than necessary would just right. go yeah Peace. See you later, bitch. Yeah, yeah. No fucking way you're going to treat me like that. Right, right. Now, it's right. That's the right school of thought. Right, But right. I could have gone about it a different way. I could have just gone, okay, hey, babe, I'm Whatever. just going to use a toilet. Go to the toilet and just leave. Yeah. Or just been like, hey, this is the way this, this that, that she is. It's cool. We're having a good time tonight. And then that's yeah, it. Yeah, but that, I see, I wasn't having a good time. Yeah. I was getting more and more irate and worked up. Okay. But yeah, yeah. why are you doing this? Why would right. you want to hurt someone you're on a date with? And right. having a really good time with up until that point. Like, right, right. You were having right, a great right. date. Alcohol, man. Yeah. Yeah. See, see. Well, also, uh, huge amount. She got committed. Yeah. She was committed a couple of years after that. Wow. So she was definitely right, unhinged. Right, right. You almost want to find those guys again and be like, hey, I told you, dudes. <laughs> well, kick it off again. No, that she she was committed. I told you it was, was her crazy, fault. Yeah. I told you it was her fault. Right? No, nah, it's all right. They were just. Also, lads in London, we fight a lot. Right. Uh-huh. It's part of our drinking culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. everyone's looking for a fight. Yeah, that's how it is growing up in New York, too. I mean, yeah. that's how it is. But now, you know what it is? The difference is, I feel what like. What do you say about me? I what the fuck's going on? Hey, do you need some help? Blah, blah, blah. People just want to get him drunk. That's it is. Now I'm just like, I changed my attitude, and that's it. I'm just, I just act cool. So even though I'm still with that same type of person, you know, from when I was young, right? Uh-huh. I'm a different person. So I can so manage that person. Now. Yeah. now, how, like, without, like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to, you know, yeah. put any negativity on your current, yeah. current dating situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But how do you, how, when we, have you never just tried dating a woman who doesn't do that shit? I feel like everybody's got their own issues, right? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Or, or maybe then it goes again to just type of person that I attract into my world, right? You know? It's just, that's what it is. That's what I just feel like. You that's always menu- have a very beautiful, very glamorous, very well kept woman. Yeah, that's the menu. A that woman. I, a woman a me- who likes and expects certain level of stuff, right? Right, 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 right. See, yeah. Yeah. It's just the menu that I order from, right? I keep on going back. It's a high-end menu, but it's very fucking bougie. 
go to that. Yeah, that's just what sometimes there's a few ingredients in there that are a little bit fucking off the wall. Yeah, uh huh. You got to deal with that. Can you stomach it? I, it's, it's the only thing I'm used to at this there point. There you go. It's, it's all you thing, eat. It's the only thing I eat. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. Well, I wish you the best of luck with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a good. I think it's going to be a good relationship. Yeah, yeah. I think it keeps you forever youthful. That's why you look. I mean, you look easily, easily five years younger than you are. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know what, man? I I think it's just no low stress. And it goes back to what I was saying. I just reposition myself. You know, I don't not. I do not believe in changing another person, dude. It's just your. You can't change. You can't change. Yeah. You can only change yourself, right? And the more different you are, now people start to act different around Absolutely. you, right? So that same person that maybe was crazy is not a crazy person to you anymore. You know. Okay. It's like people's boundaries. You know. See, I uh-huh. agree wholeheartedly with yeah, that. Uh-huh. That you can only change yourself. You can't change other people. And if you're in a relationship and you're thinking, this is goes for all of our listeners, whether you're male or female. If you're sitting there going. I love this person, but they don't do this, or they, even though I mentioned it six, seven times, they still can't fucking change this about, stop trying to change them. Yeah. Either you need to change who you are and compromise to not be bothered by that thing, or walk away and find someone who does think the same as you. That's all it comes down to. You change yourself. That's it. Uh-huh. You want to know the first moment I fell a little bit in love with my girl? When's that? When she just fucking just, I saw how clean she is. Literally. Literally. Cleans. Up after herself like a boss, and I was like, "This is a woman. Yeah, this is a real adult woman cleaning. Who she's gorgeous. No, 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 not the cleaning because I clean all the time. This is what I'm saying is that the girl before that Uh was a fucking yoga teacher and a and a stripper at the at the the fucking um, Jumbo's clown room. Oh, nice. I've dated two of those girls now. I can't ever go in that venue ever again because they're fucking whatever. Actually, they're not bad women. They're good. They're good girls and they're good people. Right. And actually. I get on all right with both of them. But my point being, she could never remember to wash the soles of her fucking feet when she came to my apartment. And there would always be little footprints or dirt or mess. And it would drive me fucking insane. I cleaned her car from top to bottom once. She left me a car one weekend when I was purchasing a car. She was like, use my car while I'm away so you can go and see these different vehicles. It'll make life easier for you. Save on cabs. I'm like, thank you so much. It's great. So uh it's a nice gesture. She has a dog, old dog that moves around. She's also... A messy bitch, right? Uh-huh. So I went, good thing to do would be really nice to just clean a car top to bottom. I vacuumed it. I fucking, sh- you know, like soaped the back seats and stuff and vacuumed them out. I made her, play- her car look like it was brand fucking new. And she got back. She was like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. Thanks so much. A week later, shit show. And I just couldn't. I was like, I can't be with you because I don't want to change myself to match this. Right. And also, I already know you're not the woman for me because if that's how little you care about your own personal hygiene and space, yeah, I can't be with you. What else don't you care about? How it's do you not care just about that. me. She was don't, actually sorry. Let me let me recount that her hygiene, personal hygiene, wasn't bad. It was just more the fact that she was a messy bitch. And I'm like, if that's how you operate your life, I never want to live in a house with you. I yeah. never want to be in a long-term relationship with you. And I don't trust who you are in terms of how you operate your business and your life. Your ambitions, your goals are different to mine. Yeah, you must be an awful human being if you're not cleaning your car this Not way. awful, just not right for me, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, here's my thing, okay? So I am anal retentive about this, about washing hands, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, will set, I, set, I set you up, okay? What I do is this, so... If a girl comes over, I make sure that I have a fresh soap mm-hmm. put into the into the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? It's sealed, mm-hmm. okay? You got to break the seal to wash your hands, okay? And I wait, right? I wait till that bathroom gets used, and then I go in the bathroom after to see if the soap <laughs> was used. To smell the... Oh, okay, sorry. No. To, see if the, to see if the soap was used, yeah. okay? Just to run your tongue around the seat. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, just get it. Yeah. And if that soap, right, is still not used, I'm sorry, I'm out, you know? Yeah. This whole thing where I don't wash my my hands. What's the one from the, the movie? What's that movie where he says to, it's like a gangster movie where the guy goes, uh, you do the door check. Oh, it's um, it's called um, uh, A Bronx Tale. Uh-huh. In A Bronx Tale, he says to the guy, he goes, this is how you know if she's one of the great ones. You, you're, you go to the car, you keep the car doors locked. Oh, and she... You go to her uh-huh. door and you just open her door, let her in the car. Uh-huh. If she doesn't lean across to open up that lock for you, yeah. so you can get in, she's not one. She's not the one. She's not the one. My girl, uh-huh. I open the door for her on the car every single time we get in the car. Yeah. Because that's how my fucking mum and dad brought me up. Yeah. Open doors for ladies. Yeah, yeah. She, it, she's used to it now. It took her a long time. It's taken her six months to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Even now and then she forgets every now and then. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I get it. Yeah. But I do that every time. Every time she leans over and she doesn't just unlock the door. She opens the handle and, tries, and pushes the door oh, open for me. So, so sweet. So sweet, man. Fucking keeper, dude. Yeah. You found a good one here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good yeah. for you, man. Uh-huh. No, nah, I'm into it. Yeah. No. That's how you know. Little things. Wash your hands. Wash your feet. Open the car door for the guy if he opens it for you. I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm small, small hygienic things like that. I keep my eyes on. Yeah. Even with my guy friends, you come over, right? Takes a poop on your lower back or whatever. Yeah. You go into that bathroom. <laughs> I go see. I go see if the. I go see if the hands were washed. And if it's one of my guy friends, I'll call him out on it immediately. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you don't wash your hands, and they all say the same thing. Oh, I don't I just, get pee on my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't pee on my hands. It's like you get dick on your hands. You get dick on your hands. I the doorknob, the handles, my... everything else is dirty, right? Everything. So you're putting that. I'm more concerned with getting dirt on my penis, man. I don't yeah, want yeah, that. Yeah. That's how you leak back in. Who knows what you're catching? You're worried a guy's going to touch his dick and it's going to have some some sort of dirty STD. No. He's then going to touch something else because he doesn't wash his hands. You're going to touch that and then touch your dick and that's it. No, it's just a, it's, it's, it's just a continuation of germs. Like if you're touching the doorknob, which we all know the doorknob is dirty, right? So dirty. Then you're touching stuff, then you're touching the handles, that's dirty again, right? And then you didn't wash your hands at all. You know what you just made me really aware of uh-huh. that I need to do? I'm going to take, as soon as we've done with this podcast, I'm going to take a little bit of a towel, a little bit of kitchen towel and my spray, and I'm going to go and spray the door handles on all my fucking, all my doors. Yeah. You got to clean them off, man. Yeah, I'm going to do, do know, it. Do you know that uh, the flu is responsible for 80 million deaths in the U.S. last year. Is it? Yeah. Where'd you get that from? Yeah, I told you my book of statistics. But is that a really true one? It's a true one. That one's a true one. I like how we've acknowledged all, the others. No, no, no. They're, they're all, all also fa- true. No. They're also true as well. Confirmed. Liar confirmed. Hashtag fake news. But this one's true. No, they're all three of them are true. 80 million deaths from 80 flu. 80 million deaths from the flu, dude. Yeah. 80 so million in damn, one year. 80 million deaths Now, nah, that year. doesn't sound right, bro. That's Maybe it's, it's eight way. or 80. <laughs> but it's a large amount, man. <laughs> it could be eight. <laughs> I, could be could be, I could be I off could with be 72 <laughs> million people. But the, it's larger than the amount of people killed by guns. I know that. It's way larger than the amount of people killed by guns. It's like dwarfs it, right? So that's why it's more important to wash your damn hands, bro. You can't be spreading these diseases, okay? So I look out for stuff like that. I can't wait for you to release your brand new science and facts, historical and scientific facts podcast called uh, It Could Be. It's going to be called IQ. IQ. Yeah, facts. Raise IQ, your you, you, IQ. You. Raise your but IQ. The Q has got W. Yeah, your IQ. That's great. Yeah, man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Test that IQ. Yeah. 
we got to educate these people, dude. Do it, man. Me and you, we're going to do it. 80 million people are and not going to be able to listen to it because they're dead from the flu. And you know the trick, right? What's the trick? You got to go to the through the airport wearing a basketball shorts, man. There you go. Or what were you wearing? What were you wearing? That's what I want everyone to do. I was wearing just track pants. Track pants. But you got to wear track pants. You got to have your, your cock's got to be hanging like you down You got to be feeling good. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if your penis isn't like... If you don't got hang, if you don't got hang, if you haven't got it, just don't even try because you're gonna end up feeling sad. But if you got a decent bit of fucking flaccid girth and length going on, hang going down, hang it to the left or the right, whichever way you dress, gentlemen. Pop it out, go through, nice and proud. Push the hips forward, like tuck them forwards, tuck them in and forward, like you're trying to tighten your stomach muscles, and get those hands up. And when that thing goes round, if you don't get a little red box, then you know you ain't got it. You're average. You, you ain't got it. You ain't got it. <laughs> Mike Q. Amazing. Thank you, Fantastic, bro. Fantastic, bro. I enjoyed it. Thank wow, you. we put the world yeah. to rights. I can't wait to hear all the statistics. And if other people want to check up on all the statistics you're throwing out on the daily, they can find you on uh, social media, yeah. on Instagram, go on to Twitter. At, at Michael Q. Q U U. M I C H A E L. That's correct. Q W. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, website for live days because you have a huge pool around the country. Yeah, and my... I know you always sell out wonderful shows. So if people want to get on your mailing list so they can find out about the shows in advance, go to myquu.com. It's it's right there. M I C K Q U M I K E Q U U. Yeah, at yeah. What did I say? M I C K. M I C K. Yeah. Don't go to Mick Q's website. We don't. That's a very M I K E. Sorry. dot com. Exactly. And that's how you can join the 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 mailing list up there. He's touring all over the country. Any upcoming shows as well? This guy in about a week. Yeah, I'm gonna be at Rancho Cordova doing the weekend up there. Tommy T's next week, and then I'm gonna be over in. Uh, St. Louis and Helium in two weeks too. So Helium Comedy Club, man. Yeah, I want to yeah. do that. So yeah. I heard so many great things about it's it. amazing. Everyone yeah. I perform with and said I see them performing there all the time. So yeah. it must be a really uh-huh. good spot. Uh, well, enjoy that. Yep. Hope it's good. Thank you for coming in, brother. Thanks, man. And uh, thank you very much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you next time. Thank you, my savages. Thank you. Me.